Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. You know that fresh produce is the best produce. That's why at Kroger, we invest in local farmers to bring you seasonal picks that taste fresh from the farm good, like sweet corn, refreshing watermelon, and juicy peaches. So whether you're a delivery lover, a picker-upper, or you shop in-store, your local produce always tastes 100% fresh, or you get a 100% refund guaranteed. Kroger, fresh for everyone. What up, everybody? It's Double G from Fight Game Media. Unfortunately, there is no episode of The Wrap this week because it was lost to the internet's gods. I actually guested with Keela and Scott and we had a fun conversation, but for some reason, the software that we use or that Keely uses to record the show lost the show. So that is why we have backup material. Just in case that happens, technology is not 100%. But uh, they did put out a bonus edition of The Wrap on the Patreon. Uh, they covered WrestleMania 31. Uh, as a throwback show, and it is currently on the Patreon right now, patreon.com front slash fight game media. And they will not be gone for long in this feed because they are pulling double duty next weekend with WrestleMania coverage of night one and night two and stand and deliver coverage as well. So you'll hear them Sunday night and Monday night of next week, two shows in one week for Keela and Scott. So what are you listening to here? Well... It is a giant WrestleMania preview, courtesy of our Patreon and YouTube show, the short series called The Road. We just put up the last episode on the Patreon uh, this weekend, but uh, because we needed a backup show, we're going to th also throw it up on uh, this free feed. If you want to listen to the commercial-free version, you can listen to it on the Patreon but uh, yeah, so that is uh, that is why you have backup and, and plan B's and, and pivots and, and all that stuff, just in case, because you are at the mercy of the technology gods. So Joe Gilbert, who is the cousin of Brace for Impact host Mike Gilbert and Paul Fontaine, everyone knows Paul, join me to predict the winner of each match on the WrestleMania card. We also go over, you know, how the the builds to those matches are going and just lot lots and lots of everything WrestleMania and a little bit about NXT at the very end. But uh, sorry about the wrap. Uh, unfortunately, just, you know, we're at the mercy of technology here. So but you'll hear a lot of Keela and Scott on the free feed this weekend and you can hear them currently on the Patreon. So let's uh, let's play. The final episode of The Road to WrestleMania 39. It is the last episode of The Road, our little project in between 
uh, or right before WrestleMania. Familiar face, Paul Fontaine. What is going on, my friend? I'm doing great. I'm pumped for this show next week. Yeah, no, it's, it's uh, they did a really good job in the build. And then maybe a, an unfamiliar face, but if you look a little closely, <laughs> you may see a small resemblance right. to one Mike Gilbert. This is his cousin, Joe, who, my, I, from what I understand, you and Mike had a podcast back yeah. in the day. Yeah, a couple of years ago, Podcast Express. There you go. Yeah. It's all in the family, man. Yeah. You know, Mike I don't just... think we look anything alike, <laughs> but personality-wise, I think there's some similarities. Mike just does not want to be embarrassed here, so yeah. that's that's his only instruction that's, to you. That's too late. Michael's been embarrassing himself for 45 years. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, the, the people where, where you will know Joe uh, at least with Fight Game Media, is Joe is in the Discord. Uh, he is uh, always in the WWE channels, starting threads, get it, keeping conversation going. So for that, I say thank you to, to you, Joe, on doing that. You make those uh, channels really fun. And so what are we going to do here on this last episode of The Road? I think we're just going to go through who we think should win these matches not who we want to win necessarily but maybe like what's good for the outcomes and for future shows and for where they're going i know we're gonna have a ton of disagreements because paul still thinks that roman reigns is winning this match <laughs> uh on uh, on on sunday but yeah um you know why don't we just start there i think it's a good place to start i think it will probably be mo- a lot of our focus here is in this main event it has been compelling it yeah. has been uh, just the build has been slow, but not too slow. Uh, we've heard Cody speak. We've seen Roman kind of, I don't know, the the last uh, on, on Raw, he kind of just walked away. So there's something there. Uh, but yeah, why don't we talk about this? And uh, let's talk about Roman and Cody. So Paul, and we'll just go Paul. <laughs> no, actually, you know what? Let's go Joe first. And then yes. Paul second. because Joe's the guest. So we'll let him chime in. And Joe, just give me your thoughts on who should win this match for the the best for business. Best for business, it should be Cody Rhodes. Because, one, you don't want to make him into Lex Luger, right? So many people have been bringing that up. If, If he loses here, who's next for Roman? And does it mean as much if Cody beats him in Saudi Arabia or Backlash whenever they would do the rematch? So if not Cody now, then who and when does it have the same impact? That, that's been my thought. I, can, I understand why everybody brings up the Saudi Arabia, the 1,000-day thing. Going into WrestleMania, Roman will not have been pinned, been pinned for 1,200 days on TV. 1200 days the last time he was pinned was baron corbin oh my god tlc king corbin (laughs) tlc 2019 (laughs) to to give just a general idea of how different the business was then other people on that card was the revival (laughs) alistair black was facing bobby lashley call him by his government name ftr bald (laughs) ftr bald yeah (laughs) so the the business was so different then it's been 1200 days and I think if if Roman wins, whether it be clean, whether they do a screwy finish, it cuts the legs off of what should be WWE's biggest moment in several years, if not a decade or more. All right, Paul, there's a um, 
People know. People know. Larry Larry knows what Paul thinks. Well, he was on the show his like head. a few weeks yes, ago. Yes, he was. Uh, so let's, let's hear it, Paul. Uh, you've been steadfast in defending this point about what you think happens. But yeah. so, so we know, and, and this is Paul's been very consistent. He thinks Roman's going to win because they want to get to that thousand days and then Cody can win. But explain why you think that is their mentality and why maybe it is because Joe has great points in that. Yeah, this is the moment. And if you miss this moment, there is a chance that it's, it's just not as impactful. Okay. Let me first say that I agree with everything that, that uh, Joe said. And if you, if the question was, what do I think should happen? Mm-hmm. I think Cody should win. I don't think he will. <laughs> I, th- I think Roman's going to win. And the reason I think he's going to win, number one, is is to get to the 1,000 days. Um, number two, I think that there may be a mentality that Cody, Cody will not lose face by losing, depending on how they do it. And, and then, you know, like, because, like, it'll be a better story if he has to overcome more in order to finally take down Roman. This is his first shot. And they... I mean, they have done it before, and I agree that it would be an incredible moment for him to win the belt in the main event of WrestleMania. And if I was booking, that's what I would do. Yeah. Um, but I don't think – it just doesn't feel like that's what they're going to do. Um, I will say about two or three weeks ago, there was there was a promo exchange uh, between the two where I thought, okay, maybe I'm wrong, and, and Cody's going to win. But I after Monday – I felt I swung back the other way and I, I felt like, yeah, I think, I think Roman's winning. Hmm. Um, and uh, I, so I think what's going to end up happening is that he's going to win somehow, you know, bloodline involvement. Um, maybe he's going to go after Brandy at ringside and Cody's going to lose it or something. And then he's going to end up putting up his career at, hmm. uh, at Saudi mania in May. And, and then he'll win the belt there. Um, you know, and, and we know Cody sticks to his steps. Yeah. So, so that is a, a step that people should buy that, you know what, if he doesn't win, he's done yeah. and he does win at that point. And if the Saudi or if the Prince and whoever else are buying WWE, they may want that title change at, at that show with, um, you know, Cody ending that reign on their soil. So yeah. this is the other part of your theory, though, yeah. that is a huge guess yes. in that you think these finishes may be tied to a sale. And that's that. that I mean, I, I get it, but that is something that, that we cannot confirm or verify. No. So it is a giant guess. Yes. And and, you know, the I have not been a fan of everything Cody's done. I think he's been mostly strong. Like on Monday where he's like, people need to keep stop talking about my dad. I'm like, bro, you (laughs) talk about him more than anybody. You brought the whole thing up. And so like, there's some stuff that he does that uh, I, you know, I'm not uh, uh, the biggest fan of, but at the same time, he is perfect for the baby face Cody doing Cody things. And I I go back to that match last night with uh, Kaiser. There's, you know, if you have a babyface challenger needing to beat the big bad, having him go two segments with a tag team wrestler, probably not the best idea. <laughs> However, 
because of the story that that match told, you know, Cody has to, you know, has to beat the odds. It was the perfect mm-hmm. Cody being Cody and, and, and it worked and you could see the crowd was excited for me as like a, mm, I want to see him a little bit stronger. So be it. That's, that's just me. That's just the way I watch wrestling. So um, if he doesn't win, I am worried about what Joe's worried about. And I, and I think it is a strong worry because you talk about that Saudi show and we know that the eyeballs difference in WrestleMania and that Saudi show, is it going to be half of WrestleMania, less than half of WrestleMania? I, so I would say less than half. So, you know, if WrestleMania, let's say a, a million households turn tune in to, to Peacock, does Saudi mania get 350, 400? It's still a big number. It's a bigger number than most of the pay-per-views from, from back in the day, with the exception of the really, really hot periods. But I think there is a risk that Cody, if he does not win, he comes off as a liar and a whiner. And the fans, I don't know if they will stay behind. A liar is strong, but just <laughs> someone who's made promises and cannot fulfill them, that type of baby face, I think it is really hard to come back from that in, in such a big moment. So um, I, I'm hopeful. I think Cody winning is best for business, but I don't think, you know, if this was a different competitor, if this was Brock Lesnar again, if this was John Cena, if this was just about anybody except for Cody, I would have no problem with Roman winning because he's so strong yeah. and the storyline is so strong. But because it's Cody, I think Cody has to win. Yeah. And I also think that Roman's story is bigger outside of the title post-mania. The story is becoming Cody winning the title and the fall of the bloodline. The Usos, we'll, we'll get to that later, but I, there was a tease with Roman and Solo on Monday where Solo wanted to fight, and Roman looked afraid for the first time, right? He looked afraid. There, there was a different look on his face. Cody kicked Solo, and Roman pulled Solo back. And then somebody posted a fan cam of after the segment of Roman yelling at Solo. I think the story... There's a lot of money with Roman outside of the title fighting within his family post mania that maybe to SummerSlam or, you know, however long you want to extend it, whatever Roman's plans are, you know, outside of the ring post mania, the story's got to be some type of family infighting eventually leading to, I think, Jay versus Roman. I think that's kind of where the story ties all back together from the beginning. So I think that's why Roman's got to drop the title so his story can't be the centerpiece of the title anymore. I'm glad Joe brought that up because that's the other thing that made me think that they're still going back to Roman because I don't think that they're going to give us everything at WrestleMania. Yeah. I do think that Sammy and Kevin are going to win the tag team titles and that starts the disintegration of the bloodline, Mm -hmm. but then maybe they all come together in the main event of WrestleMania to help Roman. And then, then maybe you see a little bit of tension. And then I think at WrestleMania Backlash, we're probably going to get a six-man between the bloodline against Cody, Kevin, and KO. And maybe there is where Cody pins Roman mm, and, to, set up, to set up the Sodomania match. The, the rematch. Yeah, and that's his first pinfall see, loss in whatever you but, said, 1,200 days. Yeah, 1,200 days when, when WrestleMania Night 2. It'll be over Yeah, so maybe days. like 13 by then. Yeah, but I... I could see that, but I also think pinning Roman in a six-man match, six-man tag match, 
and then losing in a singles match later doesn't have the same impact on that second pinfall. Fair. So I, I, if you're trying to get who is right now your biggest baby face and in years since maybe Cena, maybe Brian, you know, Daniel Bryan was, you know, Becky Lynch, that period where she was the hottest thing in wrestling. Cody Rhodes has been their best booked baby face, their most over baby face. I think if, if you truly want to get behind him and move forward with him, the most impact is at WrestleMania. All right, let's uh, go to another match. Uh, supposedly still main eventing night one is <laughs> not as hot as this one. And that is uh, Charlotte and, and Rhea. So interestingly, Charlotte had promo on SmackDown and Rhea on Raw was sort of like a wink, wink, nod, baby face with, uh, you know, against Bailey uh, with Trish and, and Becky and, and, and Lita coming out. I didn't like that at all, by the way. No, I don't. I, I don't think you can have her as uh, the, you know, the China of Judgment Day and then also be sort of a baby face on the yeah. same show. It's 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 it was really weird to me. Now, I I, I think Rhea, Rhea is the goods. Like, I think she's fantastic and she's going to do great things. But this character disconnect, uh, it was really apparent on Monday. And so then we go to Friday and Charlotte is trying to cut this promo. She created an outline and she had three things that she needed to get off her. You know, when I hear a promo where there's like three things, it just reminds me too much of work. And I'm like, enough, like, let's let, just, just be casual. Just, just have a conversation here. Uh, and she got cat called by the what chance and she got frustrated and you could tell desperately she really, really wants to be a heel because her instinct was to get the, you know, tell the fans basically to shut up. Yeah. And I was like, oh, there it is. That's what she really wants to do. Uh, and that's who the character really is deep down. And she's just not playing this babyface character very well. I think it's really hurt the program. I, I don't blame Rhea as much as I blame Charlotte because she's, She's the veteran here, right? That's the story is that she's the star. She's the veteran. She has not dealt with any of this stuff well. Maybe some of it is just material. They haven't given her good material either. But I've wanted her to shine in this role ever since she came back. And it has been dead. This match, because of the build, it's probably not as hot as we would have thought going into it. But, man, what they've done since the beginning of this match, I think it's really hurt it. And I don't think it should close wrestlemania but it seems like that's still the plan but all that being said joe who's gonna win this match rhea ripley and based on exactly what you said charlotte's reaction to the fans on friday the way rhea worked on monday i wonder if they'll do a double turn at wrestlemania where they officially just turn charlotte back heel make rhea a face and just be done with it because I, I think the long term they want to get to Bianca versus Rhea at some point. I don't know how long down the road that'll be. Um, Charlotte just seems so disinterested. It, she, anytime they've had her and the her and Rhea in the ring together doing promos, she doesn't sell anything. She's it's just stone face, so nothing really lands. So they can't work off of each other. You can't work off of somebody else's emotion 
if they're not showing any emotion. It's a problem John Cena always had. He never sold anything when people were doing promos with him. With still not. <laughs> still not. The, the only person he ever did was CM Punk because CM Punk could get under his skin. But that, you know, that's another story. But Charlotte has that same problem. Stone face, sometimes she'll smile and just shakes it off. So I just nothing has landed. The build has been weak. I think it would be a huge mistake. Even if you don't want to put KO and Sammy in the main event, having this one be the main event would be a huge mistake. All right, Paul. Um, yeah, I mean, I agree that first off that Rhea uh, should win and will win. Um, and, and every, all the points that Joe made. Um, I, I also think that another reason why you don't want this match main eventing night one is I don't know what's going to be immediately before it, <clears> but I can't imagine that they're, they're going to fo- like, they're going to be able to follow anything other than maybe like Brock and almost, but, but I still feel like as soon as they hit the ring, if people know it's the main event, I see like a mass exodus of people leaving right. to beat traffic you know, and especially given that it's LA, and uh, and I don't like that visual of Rhea's crowning achievement. You know, winning the belt in the main event of WrestleMania Night One, and a third of the crowd is gone. Right, and you know this they, this they, audience they, likes this product a lot more than they have in the past. I I, I kind of feel like they'll they'll play. You know, I hope so. they'll play ball. I hope so. I do think it being on the West Coast and the show will be ending what closer to 9 p.m. there as opposed to when they do it in central or most of the WrestleManias in recent years have been East coast. So they've been ending at 10, 11 midnight, the New York one, there was a mass exodus because the subways were going to be closing and it was raining and it was raining. So, uh, but I could see just what you're saying. I could see less interest when you do this match. If you're going to crown Rhea, you want the crowd reaction to be there. Yeah. And I don't know, the, the build hasn't been – I think the match should be good. They're both really good yep. workers. Charlotte is when she wants to be. Um, I, again, I, I think she's really disinterested lately, but I, I could see the match being really good, but the build is not there for it to main event. I would put it on the opening of night two. If they do a double turn, like you said, which I think that makes a lot of sense, but the only problem there is Rhea's in a really hot angle with yeah. Dominic and Ray, where she's like a great heel. So, yeah. I mean, they could maybe just for this match have yeah. like a double turn and then Charlotte does turn, and but then Rhea's still a heel. Maybe she comes out on SmackDown Raw or yeah. you know, Raw on Monday and just says, like, you all cheered me, but you know, like, yeah. I don't care. That, and <laughs> that, that goes to what Garrett said is. Yeah. And it does feel like Rhea is playing two different characters, yeah. and it's hard to be consistent when you're doing that because she is this squirmy, annoying, like angry heel with the Judgment Day and egging Ray on and getting in Dominic's mother's face and crashing every holiday that they have. And then when she's against Charlotte, she's this maybe babyface, and then she's paired with the babyface team on Raw. It's so hard to be consistent and have the crowd buy in when you're two different people. Yeah, I I love the the double turn idea because that's what will save it, it w- with the fans is they because they desperately want Rhea to win, mm-hmm. but she's the heel, so it's like not the most genuine of, of reactions or or uh, of feelings when when you're watching wrestling. But if they did it, then I think the fans would really get behind it. But then, like Joe said, you know, you have this other thing with Dom, and she's so fantastic with Dom. Yeah. Though, if you think about it, they have been pulling back on her 
being with Dom. He's been doing a lot of stuff of late by himself. So that he's is been getting good at it. Yes, yes. Last night was maybe the best he's been <sighs> on the mic. Yeah. It, well, we'll, we'll, so we'll talk, we'll talk yeah. about it when we get to <laughs> yeah. that. To me, when it comes to matches that could main event, I know it will not main event because there's no real stakes. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe if they put, you know, mask versus hair or something, then you could main event it. But when it comes to actual promotion, that matches up there for me yeah. with, with uh, you know, with, with a lot of this stuff. NFL Sunday Ticket is now on YouTube and YouTube TV which means that it just got easier to be an NFL fan, even if you live far away. Like, maybe you like the Bears, but you're hibernating in Panthers territory. But with NFL Sunday Ticket, your out-of-market team is never more than a short distance away, specifically the distance from you to your remote control. NFL Sunday Ticket, now on YouTube and YouTube TV. Go to youtube.com slash presale to get $50 off. Terms and embargoes apply. Offer ends 919. No refund. Subscription auto renews. What's up? It's Kaylee Cuoco. When it comes to travel, we all have a happy place. I just went to my happy place. I just went to Maui, and it was truly amazing. Priceline has always been about getting you to your happy place for a happy price with deals you really can't find anywhere else, like up to 60% off select hotels in Costa Rica or five-star hotels for two-star prices in Cabo. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Okay, so let's uh, let's talk about the other really big match, and you know the bloodline match. I, I mean, I imagine everyone thinks that KO and, and Sammy are are winning this. It is the, you know, it is the the silver medal for for Sammy here for for not beating Roman. He he gets the tag straps. I it's kind of funny because I don't feel like they are long for the tag belts because still their characters are kind of above the tag belts. Uh, but winning here will, will be great, will be a, a really good moment. It'd probably be a better moment if it was the main event, but it's not going to be more than likely. Uh, but uh, Joe, go for it. I think this has been the best build of any of the matches for WrestleMania. And when I was making my notes and watching the show last night, and I want to know if you guys felt the same, one thing I, I wrote down is I still don't trust Kevin Owens. Like it, it's a feeling of when you've watched them together for, and I've only been watching them for about eight years now. You know, some people out there have probably been watching their whole 20 year build, but when Kevin was giving the promo, like, Oh, you wanted your own pop. That's why you wanted to come out on your own. It, I don't know. It felt like a tease of what's going to happen is, is there going to be a festival of friendship thing here? Yeah. yeah like, that's, a great, that's a great point. Cause you could also, look at the t-shirt thing yeah. from SmackDown in, in the same way. And if, and I'm not going to step on your thing, but that if they don't win, that could be a reason for it to not be yeah. a main event. Yeah. And I don't know. I, I just got that feeling. And then it, they did it well. They, they got the big pop. I did feel it was kind of cheesy, but I like cheesy sometimes cheesy between best friends is always nice. The crowd ate it up. I like the WrestleZania and the KO Mania shirt. I like Sami Zayn's reaction. Um, this probably the most anticipated tag team title match in recent memory. I, I can't think of another one that WWE has had that has felt this special and it can immediately make the tag team belts mean something again. Um, I, I think KO and Sami are going to win. I, I think the story, and they re, they talked about this, I think, in September 
that this is a goal they've had for a long time is to win the tag belts together. And I think I think this one could mean more to Sammy than winning the singles title because of his history with Owens and how far back they go. So I think the right move is to put the titles on him here. Paul? Yeah, I, I, I do think that uh, that they should win the tag team titles. And uh, I get what you're saying about the silver medal, but I do like that Sammy brought up in that promo. And it's something that I brought up even as far back as the Royal Rumble that, you know, for them and specifically for Sammy, like this is more like a gold medal. Yeah. Like for them to win the tag team titles from the longest reigning tag team champions of all time at what they're calling the biggest WrestleMania of all time. And really it's one of the biggest, you know, mm-hmm. like it's, you know, it's, it's in LA. They're going to have like legit, you know, over probably 65,000 people in the building and, and, you know, uh, you know, and, and a huge audience on Peacock. Um, you know, this is like, this is a culmination. This is, could be a career defining moment, you know, right up there with his world title match at, at, uh, in Montreal. Mm-hmm. Now, granted winning the world title in Montreal would have been bigger, but that just wasn't in the cards for him. And for this, like, this is, if you want to call it a consolation prize, it's like the best consolation prize you can have. Maybe right. it's more like, you know, a guy, you know, going for the 100 and the 200, you know, at the Olympics. And, yeah, he maybe finished runner-up in the 100, but he won the gold medal in the 200. Yeah. You know, if you want to call that a consolation prize, then fine. But I still think it's a pretty good consolation prize. Um, I like what Larry said uh, in our in our comments, you know, um, about, you know, the, the natural progression. I don't – I think I'd have a hard time believing that Kevin Owens is just all of a sudden best friends again. Yeah. You know, given their history – given you know the amount of times they both turned on each other mm-hmm. i do think we all know that at some point kevin owens is going to turn on him again but but i don't think it's going to be yeah i think it, we're probably a good six months away from that yeah. at least um i think that you know they can do rematch there's a ton of great tag teams in yeah. wwe that they can have matches with um and and i think like when when you you brought up a point joe that you know they're they're finally bringing the getting the tag team titles to mean something. I think the Usos have done that over the yeah. last year. Like these are important belts, yeah. And having Kevin Owens and Sammy will take it to another level. But they've already brought it up to the point where these titles could easily main event. You know any pay per view, including WrestleMania. Yeah. And but they're um, not. But they're not. But they could. <laughs> but they could, and they honestly should. But I, th- I, they, agree. I agree. Yeah. I agree. I agree. I still think they will. I, I still think oh, I'd love we'll, we'll find out in, in the coming week that it'll be the, the night one main event. I, oh, I could so be wrong, but I, I still think that ends up closing night one. I do agree. I think the baby faces should win the titles here. Um, but again, I don't think they're going to hold them necessarily very long. I think it's mostly for the moment. Um, we'll, but we'll see what happens. And, and we're and, all intrigued, which is great, which is a great and part of even, it. Even if it's just for the moment, at least it's not Braun Strowman winning the tag titles with a eight-year-old kid moment. Yeah. Like it's something that has a real build that the fans are wanting and can get behind. That's one thing I noticed like in this whole show, there's no just like wacky, like this is going to be a weird thing that we'll look back on, but this one, there's one. Yeah. (laughs) But this one, it, the Usos have always had great tag team matches with the titles. Like there, you can look through their history and there's a ton of great matches, but they're all just great matches in a vacuum. I think this is the first time that they've got a great story 
with a tag team who is as good or better than them. And it's a nice culmination to what should be a huge moment for all four guys. I agree. I, I very much agree. All right, let's see if I can figure this out. So I can't get the uh, I'm trying to get the, I'm trying to move on to the Bianca thing here. Let's see if this works, if I can get this graphic up quickly enough. Um, come on, StreamYard. There we go. There we All go. right. Unfortunately, this thing is flatter than flat. Mm-hmm. Bianca and Asuka deserve better. I don't know if it's the creative. I don't know if it's being overshadowed by other stuff. I have not. Uh, I don't. I don't like the idea that Asuka is all of a sudden freaking Bianca out, especially after we did the same thing with Alexa Bliss not mm-hmm. that long ago. Why couldn't it just have been? I'm the best. You're the best. Let's have a match. Um, Whatever this creative was, I don't think it has hit at all. Uh, But Joe, who do you think should win? I think Asuka should win. Bianca's held the title and has been a part of the title picture for the better part of, I think, two and a half years. Um, She's she's had the title, this one, since last WrestleMania. And she's been in the title picture pretty much since she's been on the main roster. I think they're going to move Bianca to SmackDown. And Asuka's, she needs her shining moment. I think as terrible as the build has been, because there's been nothing about the build that I've enjoyed, I think the match will be great. Bianca's had the highest rated women's match on WrestleMania, both by The Observer and by Cage Match, two years in a row. The only two WrestleManias she's been on. I think that probably stays the same this year. But I think it's time to give Asuka the belt move Bianca to SmackDown and eventually pair her with Rhea, keep the title offer for a little bit, let her some, let her do some things outside of the title picture, but just time to move on. She's been great. Just time to give to Oscar and move Bianca to SmackDown. Paul. I don't really feel too strongly either way on this. I agree that the build has, um, has not been good. So I kind of look at this like, uh, like, like their WWE's version of, uh, last year's AEW Forbidden Door in that the build wasn't great, but the match is going to be awesome. Yeah. So, you know what? Put it on the opening night of night two, putting in an opening match of night two and just give them 15 minutes to tear the house down. Mm. Um, I guess my gut would say that if I'm not leaning one way or the other, that it's the right choice, I would probably just keep it on Bianca. Um, mainly just because I don't feel like there's – anything ready for oscar nobody's ready for oscar see what i did there yeah um but uh no and plus bianca has that reality show coming soon so Mm -hmm. you know having her as the have the belt and doing the press things you know holding the belt and everything might be a good idea the one caveat might be if oscar wins um maybe you know there's rumors that Kyrie might be you know coming back and maybe you have Kyrie make a surprise appearance and challenge oscar and you know that could be a big match you know down the road so but yeah i don't feel strongly one way or the other but i'm really confident that it's going to be a great match and uh you know maybe one of the better matches on the show i'm just wondering if bianca wins in the immediate who's left for her she's had the title or been a part of the title picture for so long that she's kind of running out of competitors Maybe Oscar wins and it's just, uh, you know, Bianca takes it back later. 
but they they've just run out of people for her. So I think it could give the title a refresh to put it on Oscar for a little bit. I I I'm just I'm leaning Oscar just because if we are kind of like eh, and it it probably means there needs to be some sort of change in mm-hmm. in who holds it. But I do wonder. Do you heal Asuka? Does she win by cheating? Or does she just beat the baby face by being the better wrestler? Like, how is the finish? I think because that matters in how, uh, in how you know, the, the follow-up, right? Like, yeah. if she wins by cheating, then Bianca's going to want another shot at it. Uh, so that, that's, uh, you know, that, that's an interesting caveat to this program is whether Asuka goes full heel or uh, or if it's just, you know, who's the better woman who, who wins the match? So. Yeah, I think she should go full heel. Um, just another thing, and it's maybe a depth problem. Some injuries have happened, some poor storytelling with other people. They don't really have a strong woman heel right now. Rhea's kind of playing that intermediate. Charlotte's always been that person. Becky was a heel for a long time. She's a face. I don't think the fans are really behind Bailey as a heel and damage control's taken a lot of L's. I think Oscar would be the perfect person to be that strong heel right now. And I assumed when she came back with the Kana face paint, that's the route they were going and they just haven't left the station with it yet. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the one thing I forgot to mention is you want to create some real heat on SmackDown with the women, put Charlotte with uh, Rhonda and Shayna. Ooh, the crowd would go crazy for that. They would hate. That would be hate. I think that could work and would give Charlotte something different finally. Yeah. Uh, all right. My favorite thing. <sighs> yes. Even more than, than Roman and Cody and even more than uh, Sammy and, and KO versus the Usos is Ray and Dom. This is the most simple story they have. They've been doing this forever. They finally climaxed with Ray wanting the match last night because Dom told his mom to shut up and he stole the mic from her and he he, he clowned his uh, his little sister. Yeah. And finally, Ray took the shot. The uh, this has been I, I'm I'm consistent with this, but I wanted when when he stole the mic from his mom, <laughs> I wanted Dom's mom to go for the shoe. Like just instinctually, right? Because that's the that's the Mexican mom. The Mexican yeah. mom goes for the chancla. <laughs> she had a heel on, but she could have just instinctively like yeah. went for the. I, I, and it would have been perfect. If, I would have just been the happiest person alive. But if she would have swung it, and Dominic would have caught her hand before Ray came down, I think that would have like the crowd would have went <gasps> even. Yeah. yeah, that moment of Dom catching her hand when she swings it, I think the crowd would have ate it up. And I I do want to mention, and I wonder how much this is happening for a lot of people. I have a younger cousin who is getting back into wrestling purely because of this angle. Wow. He he heard about Ray and Dom, and he started tuning in to SmackDown to see this story progress because Ray was one of his favorite wrestlers growing up. He's only a year younger than me. And tuning in purely for this angle. It has been so well done. The program is so hot. Yeah, this is maybe it could be the best match of both nights. Yeah, like I don't, I'm not even sure if it's going to be a great match because I think in my mind, like if I was doing this, I think Dom's winning and, and I'll let, I'll let you guys go after. I, 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 I didn't even mean to go first, but 
I think Dom is winning because Ray cannot Put him do down. the last killer instinct yeah. thing, and he hesitates. And then Dom is able to pull off these fluky wins like he always yeah. does. And then, like we've said, I don't know how all the different shows that we've talked about this, but Dom and Ray in a mask versus hair match at WrestleMania Backlash in Puerto Rico, I think would be nuts. Yeah. Right. And you have Ray winning there because the mask is, is a big part of it. And that helps him sort of, you know, concentrate and channel into uh, beating Dom. He doesn't have to kill Dom, but he just needs to beat him. And then, you know, Dom gets his head shaved. So yeah. that that would be fantastic to me. I don't know if that's where they're going. But I, if you want to take the, because this has been a long story. You want to keep yeah. this long-term storyline going. To me, that's the way to do it to WrestleMania Backlash. I wouldn't take away Dom's mullet because it's so <sighs> glorious and it feeds into the, the Eddie Guerrero, like, callbacks that he's doing. Uh, one thing that I was – I try to not fantasy book much anymore because I found that has ruined stories for me when things didn't live up to what I was thinking. But one thing I would be interested in them doing, depending on what race future is, WrestleMania 40 next year is in Philadelphia, a lot of ties to ECW. And I wonder if they would do a some type of Dominic gets raised mask, unmasks them versus whatever Dominic wants to put up. Because you can keep this going. I would have Dominic win here. And then Ray, or then he challenged for Ray's mask next year and have Ray beat him. And still Ray give him the mask as he retires. Do the unmasking at WrestleMania in Philadelphia. Give him the mask and let that be Dominic's face turn. Because when Dominic does turn face off of this, I think he'll be a white hot baby face. And he's still so young. Is he a good enough wrestler, though? That would be my... I think he's getting there, and he just needs to work more with better wrestlers. He, he's had good matches. I When I watched his first match with Seth Rollins, and again, they probably pre-planned that match <laughs> very, very much. And Rollins is one of the best wrestlers in the world. But I remember thinking, my God, this guy, I think he was 23 at the time. It's like he could be the future of the business. He's still only like 25 or 26. There's a lot of wrestling in front of him. I, I think he's going to get there, and I would have Dominic win here and challenge Ray next year for his mask. And I think the moment of Ray beating him but still giving him the mask, because there's a good story of Dominic just wants to beat him because Ray wasn't there, and Ray can give him the mask and say, hey, I was only not there because I was trying to give you everything I didn't have. That's a long time to tell this story. Hey, they did it with Rock and Cena. That was a three-year story. The, but the, the thing that I worry about, and this is, you know, this is something that we've talked about a lot, is there's possibility of injury anytime. So when yeah. you put stuff yeah. off like that, it could, you know, I think that's what we're getting with the in AEW with the elite. Uh, is Tony Khan just had this idea? It got screwed up because of injuries, and he just wants to tell that story yeah. because. He, uh, you know, he does it. So you can pull Ray back more similar to like when Undertaker and Shawn Michaels or Undertaker and Triple H Ray, He is 48, 49. I think he doesn't really need to be working all the time. You can pull him back and not have him in a match every week or every other week. He, you know, maybe only needs to wrestle 
once a month and do a promo here or there. They can keep them split up again. One of the best things they did for this build was have Ray going to Triple H and saying, hey, I want to retire. Triple H saying, how about we just move you to a different show so he can't be terrorizing you? They can do something similar to split them up for a little bit and then reignite it at SummerSlam or Survivor Series, Royal Rumble, whatever. All right, Paul, what do you think? I think I will def- definitely think Dominic should win. Um, I I do think, like I mentioned earlier, like he did a promo, his promo last night where he had nobody else from the Judgment Day. Uh, it was like the first time when he actually, you know, he's been playing this fake tough guy character for, mm-hmm. you know, ever since he, he was locked up. And, and this is like the first <laughs> time he actually almost like fit the role. But then as soon as he got his his face smacked by Ray, he went right back to being the yeah. cowardly heel, which which I absolutely loved. Um, I I think maybe like a mixture of, of what the two of you are saying. Um, I, I love the idea of the mask versus hair in Puerto Rico. Um, it may be a little soon to get to go like we're, we're talking like a month away, but I'm thinking like a year is a great idea and to do it on a big stage like wrestlemania is a great idea as well but but like garrett said can we hold it out that long so maybe like compromise you do it at like SummerSlam mm-hmm. or you know money in the bank or something or you know maybe you do an angle off of this where you know like dominic beats him up like you know pretty bad and then takes his mask and then yeah. we don't see ray for like six eight months and then Ray finally comes back at some point, and then they do the build for next year. And yeah. then you eliminate the need for, you know, the the risk of injury. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, he could always get injured in training and something. And, and again, with somebody like Ray at his age and the the amount of um, of stuff that he's got, put his body through over the last 30 years, um, you know, it's more risk than most. Um, what I would – what I think – is the logical conclusion you talk about him being a white hot baby face coming out of this is, you know, Ray beats him and then the judgment day turns on him and then Ray saves him and then gives him the mask. And, and then, you know, and then you've got, you know, maybe you even have, you know, them reuniting and and teaming up against the judgment day at at some point, you know? Um, And, and then, you know, if the tag team titles are hot by that point, then, you know, maybe they get one last tag team run, you know, that that would feel a lot like when uh, NWO turned on Hogan. And that could be a really good way to go. Or, or, oh, you know, Owen and Brett, you know, they eventually yeah. reunited. And, um, you know, like this, these angles are as old as time and they always right. work. If Rollins right. and Ambrose. Yeah. When, when Ambrose was there. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, I agree. And, and I gave my, my thoughts uh, before you guys did. So we'll move on. This thing sucks. I'm just going to say <laughs> John Cena and Austin Theory is bad. It is so bad that John Cena needs this to be the opener on Saturday <laughs> so he could just go do whatever the hell you know he needs to. And look, the guy's got other stuff going on. But this tells me that, you know, there was no real interest in, in this program from the beginning. It was just a way to get Cena on the show. He made Austin Theory look bad. Mm-hmm. They're using, you know, this celebrity, but not even in the in the best way. Like you have the opportunity to use John Cena in a very significant manner on a big show. And he's overshadowed by just about anything. Uh, just, you know, all the other stuff is way more interesting than this. And then he's like, hey, man, I'm going to, you know, I need to be first because I need to cut out. I, I'm assuming that's the case. Maybe it's maybe it's not. Maybe there's a reason for it to be first. 
this thing is just dead. And I, if the idea was let's use this match to give Austin Theory a reason to come out and beat people and cut promos, he's he's less interesting now than he was, you know, last year. Like I just I don't understand what the goal was here. And if there's a swing and a miss on this show, to me, it's this one. Joe, what do you think happens here? I think Theory beats him. I don't see any way Cena's schedule allows him to win the United States title and defend it unless he you know, drops it the Monday after WrestleMania. So I think Theory has to win here. It's Cena's first real WrestleMania singles match in, in years. And like real, I mean, you know, The Undertaker was a gimmick squash. He had the Bray Wyatt thing, whatever the heck that was during the pandemic. It's been a long time since he was had Nero a at 31. I heard somebody say that that might be, yeah, that might be it. Cause he was hurt at 32. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm not going to go back through them all, but yeah, I think 31 might be his last real singles WrestleMania match. So we're not counting that undertaker match. No. I, I wouldn't, um, <laughs> it, you know, it, it was, Whatever. what it was. God, like, like, that was terrible. It was like, terrible. What? <laughs> what what is it with Cena and, and and stuff here? I it's so hard to build a match when you can't have one of the competitors on TV after the match is announced to build it at all. Cena hasn't appeared on TV since he accepted the match. And I don't see him a lot on social media talking about the match it's been austin theory trying to carry this thing and really since the beginning it's been theory trying to will this into existence i think they're putting it on first so it has heat i you know the opening night the opening crowd is going to be hot i think fans do hate theory they'll i think they're going to cheer for john cena if this is cena's last wrestlemania match i'm not sure it was the right way to do it this dude's going to be back. He has to be back. Like there, there, there's, there's a moment in five years when, you know, maybe the Hollywood thing is not as hot as it is now for him, where they create a story of him winning the belt one more time. Like there's stuff like that. That's going to happen. I mean, at that point, he'll be what? 50. No, he's younger than me. Is he? So, he's Cena's, 43 or 44. Yeah. Um, like, you know, you know, he, he's going to, his, his physique is probably going to, stick around like rock is 50 and he's more jacked than ever (laughs) yeah so i i don't know i i hope this is a good match i think theory should win unless they have something really cool where cena's schedule would allow him to win the belt and drop it maybe back to austin theory maybe to somebody else i just don't see i think he's filming like two movies right now um they just announced, you know, the new Ninja Turtles movie that he's going to be a part of. He's <laughs> Is he fi- playing the vanilla ice role? Uh, what Rocksteady? <laughs> uh, he, he's playing the exact same role that Seamus played uh, oh. when they did that movie a couple of years ago that everybody just forgets about. Yeah. Um, I, I'm not sure Theory is going to come out of this better than he went in. Um, Cena did just completely bury him on on raw when he was on there and that's been a problem cena's had and a lot of feuds have had when going up against cena with when you're pairing younger guys with them is if you're going to go out there and say hey you know cut loose do your own thing not many guys can do that with cena it's just that's it is what it is so it's a match that's going to happen 
probably going to be short. I don't see Cena going out there and trying to deliver a four or five star match. He's not going to try to deliver some instant classic because he can't. He can't get hurt. It's going to be flat. If John Cena doesn't win this match, which I don't think he is, it's going to be flat. Mm-hmm. I don't understand the reason for him to be on this show because Austin Theory is not going to be any better for it. If it's just going to be a random match, like John Cena is not the greatest you know, in-ring technician anyways. There's so many bad things about this that I don't like, but maybe they'll they'll prove me wrong. He's had really good matches in the past. Like that U.S. title run when he was doing the open challenge was my favorite John Cena thing. Yeah, but he he was just just into the high spot after high spot after high spot, though. He changed the style to fit the wrestler coming in. And, And it was fun. Like that that's all I care about. Was it fun? It was fun. I I just don't see that match happening with Theory. I, I don't see anything fun coming out of this. I, I don't know what they could do to make this one work. I, I'm interested in seeing how they do it, not because of the storyline. I'm just interested to see what they try to do with it. I just don't see Theory coming out of this better than he went into it, but he's he's gonna win the title or keep it. All right, Paul. Yeah, I, I'm with you, Garrett, that I'm not exactly sure why the, they brought even brought back Cena if this was all they're going to do. I think he's done one, I think he's had one appearance where he buried his opponent, and then he's going to do the match on the first night of Mania. So it's like literally the bare minimum that he could have done. And he put it best on on in his promo. Like, there's no way that Austin Theory comes out of this better than he was going in. If he loses... He lost to a retired guy, basically, and he's, you know, he's knocked down a peg. And if he wins, well, he beat a guy that's never around. And, you know, it's all about what you do next. And you're not going up from beating John Cena. So he's going to be right back where he was at at best. Mm-hmm. And and at worst, he's, you know, he's already been dressed down by John Cena. So I, I do think uh, the logic says theory wins. And that's probably where I'm leaning the only way I could possibly see, like, if they can get one more appearance out of John Cena on Raw the Monday after Mania, one interesting theory I saw somebody do was maybe you have him lose to a debuting Joe White, Joe Jay White, or a um, or maybe Joe even, White, Joe the, White. the most vanilla yeah, wrestler. That, that's of all his time. NXT name. Um, <laughs> that could uh, be his WWE name if he signs. Yeah. Um, or maybe even a returning Randy Orton. Yeah, You know, I, everyone's saying Cody and Randy Orton. I think they're doing a rematch between Cody and Roman, no matter what happens. So having having Randy Orton show up in RKO Austin Theory and take the belt, that's a great way to yeah. debut Randy Orton, I think, you know, re-debut Randy Orton. Um, and so, you know, that's kind of what I'm expecting. Um, either a, a debuting star or returning Orton is Theory's next uh, feud. And actually moving from Cena to Orton is probably a logical progression for Theory. So, okay, here, here's an, here's a, here's maybe even a better question, and who's going to win this match? Whose music gets played at the end of this match? I say John's. Yeah, yeah. I think even if even if Theory this, wins, even if Theory, yeah. yeah, I think yeah. they'll treat this like it could be John Cena's last match. When one thing I found interesting when uh, remember when Cena did that promo and then randomly brought out Cody Rhodes to the crowd, yeah, and they just showed him raising Cody Rhodes' hand and then came back from commercial and there was no Cody Rhodes. So Cody hugged him and said, promise me I'll get one of these moments with you. Mm-hmm. And John said, I can't promise you that. 
because he he doesn't know if he'll ever walk out on Raw again. He doesn't know if, if this is his last WrestleMania. But they they went back and John, you know, went to Cody's wrestling school to to do a seminar there. I just I, sorry. I know I I had something that I we asked the question about why John C is doing this, and I had something that came into my mind while Joe was talking earlier, and I forgot to say it. Um, I think that it's like John Cena is trying to prove that he's not the rock. Like, cause they had that feud 10 years ago mm-hmm. where rock said, Oh, I'm home and I'm never leaving. And then he left. Yeah. And I think that's what John Cena is trying in his own mind to not do, but mm-hmm. he's actually doing the exact same thing. And I, I do think there's a part of him that wants to get a younger talent over. Yeah. I, I was kind of going through a lot of big WWE names, you know, the stone colds, the, the Hogan's, the Rocks, Triple H, Undertaker. Cena's really the only guy that I'm not sure he's ever made anybody a bigger star who wasn't already a star. You know, you could argue Edge, but Edge was already, you know, a big name. He was just making his singles competitor run. CM Punk was already a multi-time champion, had great feuds with The Undertaker by Are that you point. calling him the babyface Triple H? I mean, isn't he he kind of? And even in the end, Triple H got Batista over more. Maybe Miz. Yeah, but I don't know. I think think there's a part of him that wants to make a star on his way out. I'm not sure if he will, but I I think that could be... I mean, it's an interesting interesting argument, right? A lot of the guys, he kind of came up with them and they ascended... In similar time frames, him and Randy Orton, yeah, him and Edge, him and Batista, they were, you know, that whole group, him and Lesnar, they all sort of ascended at the same time. So him oh. being champion, he he maybe he didn't need to make them because they were all sort of introduced as characters yeah. around the same time, and it wasn't really his role. And with the new generation, it was the failure of the Roman Reigns ascending. Uh, and John couldn't help there either, even though they tried, right? They tried, and it, and it didn't really Cena help. completely buried Roman. Yeah. And Roman you know, came back from it, but that promo, when, when Cena said, I'm just here because you can't do your job. Oh, my God. Oh, man. Everybody felt that. I believe Dave even said on Observer Radio, why would you put Roman Reigns in that situation where Cena's going to be able to cut a promo like that? It killed his momentum. The suffering succotash was so. So Larry has a thought on who he may have made. He says Kevin Owens, and in one night, he thinks that Cena made Kevin Owens. That's it. That's a good one. Yeah. But even even then, Owens beat him that first night. So I I could agree with that. But then Cena came back and beat him. I think twice right after that. You could say um, RVD. There's there's something with AJ where AJ was really accepted mm-hmm. by that WWE audience, you know, uh, pretty quickly because yeah. because he was great, but also because he he was working with with the top guys, you know, or very early. So yeah, you know, but yeah, he doesn't have that like here is the next, you know, yeah. and and so an interesting conversation. All right, let's uh, let's get off of this one and let's. Another one that I'm kind of iffy on as far as the build, and I know a lot of people love Logan Paul's heel persona, and he gets it. I, is I it do a persona? Think... It's just who he is. <laughs> <laughs> no, I do think he gets it, right? I do think he, he gets the idea of, of what his role is now, whereas maybe when he came in, he didn't really understand it. But I think he's, he, you know, he's been smartened yeah. up about what he's supposed to do. 
I am not digging his promos. I think they're giving him too long to just kind of meander and go and just keep talking and keep talking and keep talking. And I don't think he's that good of a speaker to, to do that. So that's been a little bit of a flaw with me. And as everyone knows, I hate the stupid punch. It's dumb. It's, the punch it is sucks. So bad. Nobody throws a punch like that. I, the reason why nobody throws a punch like that is because it is way too easy to defend. Like, yeah. So, you know, if he just threw, you know, the the old Johnny B. Bad, uh, you know, hook, that's way better, right? The yeah. kiss that don't miss, baby. That's what they should have gave him. <laughs> but this- I do think they're doing it for, like, they're building up the punch for a reason. It does look bad, but I think they're building it up for Seth to kick out of it. Sure. Or yeah. just move out of the way, dude. Yeah. Um, just put your arm up like and, it, and you know the, and then there's the other side of this which is you are getting the most over the top seth of all time <laughs> and he is really like i think he's fi- he's trying to figure out how far can he take this current role like how wacky can he get yeah to piss so many people off uh, i kind of dig it just because i know that he's just trying to like he knows that his role right now is he's not the top guy but he's got to entertain and he's got to be on YouTube clips and he's got to be on Twitter clips and he's got to be he's, the interest of the podcast fodder. So he's dialing everything up all the way to 11. He's in his I, Kurt I Angle phase. That that phase of Kurt Angle wearing the cowboy hat and the Jimmy Crack corn. He's in that. I think he's but in that, that was phase. that was funny. I don't consider Seth funny. Seth is trying to be like the most obnoxious human of yeah. all time. I think that's what the gimmick is. And so uh, he just gets more outlandish and more outlandish and more outlandish. Uh, who, but I, I don't, I really don't know who's winning this match. Who, who's winning this match, Joe? So I don't care who wins. I would love to see one thing. I, I think Rollins ultimately wins, but I, I would love to see one spot in this match that I think would have people going crazy. If Logan Paul was to do a buckshot lariat, that Seth reverses into a GTS. I would absolutely Ooh. love that spot because <laughs> they, they did ask Rollins about punk not too long ago at the, I think the two K 23 showcase. Yeah. And he was and, wearing a cowboy hat that day. I think yeah. I'm remembering. Oh correctly. yeah. He, all of, I believe all of his outfits come from Becky Lynch's designer. Yeah. yeah. He, he wears them once and then they go in the WWE warehouse. And I think they're auctioning some off right now for charity. Awesome. Um, but yeah, I, I would love that spot because Logan does a really good buckshot lariat. He should stop the punch. His buckshot lariat is beautiful. He's the only guy in WWE who uses it. But I would love if he did that and Rollins reversed it into a GTS. Just a little a little jab at everything that's going on on the other side. Paul. Yeah, I'm in the same boat in that like I, I don't care and I don't even think it matters. Um, although I do think that whoever comes out of this is probably in for a world title match, mm-hmm. you know, down the road. So assuming that that Cody is gonna eventually be the champion probably makes more sense to have Seth Rollins win. Um, but Logan Paul, like if you want to keep him hot and um, you know, and I do think he's a special He's a he. They've built him up really well as a special attraction to where, mm-hmm. you know, you're you're going to be looking forward to seeing his matches at on these big stages. You know, he should be a fixture on all the big four or anytime yeah. they run a stadium show. Bring him in for as long as he wants to do it. 
because I think it's worth the money and um, and I think he loves it and he's good at it. Um, I love Joe's idea of of that move. I can't think of anything better. I was trying to in my head think of something you know similar to what they did at Royal Rumble with him and Ricochet, and that's probably as good as anything I would have come yeah, up with. Yeah, I, I, I was I was like, well, buckshot into the curb stomp, but there's really no way to no. get to that. No, and in a good way. And I could totally see Seth, you know, buying into yeah, let's do something because he's the one guy that I think can get away with doing something like that where people aren't going to like turn on him. Yeah. Um, even on the AEW side, they'll probably be like, "Oh, that was cool." You yeah. Know? Like, so I think I, Seth's got cred. I want Logan to win this match. I think it's the best for business because he is a special attraction, and I want him to remain special. But if he takes another L here, uh, I worry about that a little bit. I don't want him to just be a weekly day in and day out guy on Raw. Mm-hmm. He loses a lot by doing that. I think he should be, uh, you know, for. WrestleMania for SummerSlam. Let's do Royal Rumble. Let's let's bring him back for big shows, but we need to keep him special. Plus, Seth doesn't sell anything. He shakes everything off and treats it like a joke. So he'll do that with this loss and he'll be fine for yeah. it. So that's my hope is that Logan Paul does win this match and uh and, and we get something out of it for down the line. Like I think this saying. match will probably be a really good one it's another one they're they're probably already working on it already planning it out uh, i think all of paul's matches are planned out well in advance rollins again one of the best workers in the world logan paul's insane athleticism i think could be one of the show stealers but yeah very good point rollins just shakes off any loss i think he's got like a 50 percent win record <laughs> in the last two years and it doesn't matter because he's seth rollins yeah yep all right my favorite wrestler of all time, Moonshine Brock. Oh, you're not an Homo Sapien? No, no. Cow- I, 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 think, I think almost as cool. Like I've read stuff about his career and him playing basketball and stuff. I think he's, he's probably a, yeah. a really cool dude in real life. I do wonder if Bobby Lashley gets added to this match, though, because this no, Bray Wyatt, Bray Wyatt, this Bray Wyatt thing has, uh, you know, there, so, there's there's so much mystery around. This yeah, Bray Lashley's Wyatt on the graphic for the battle royal on smackdown he's front oh. and center oh so oh, he, on he's friday gonna, on friday so Got he's going to be in the battle royal i would have him win and i wonder because I, I felt like for a long time the plan is to get the hurt business back together they've been mm-hmm. kind of teasing that so i wonder if lashley helps omas win and take hmm. down lesnar lesnar goes away for a little bit and they reform the hurt business there I would be fine with Lashley putting his one of his finishers on Brock and then Omos getting the win out of that. Cause I, and I think Brock would be okay with that too. Cause it's kind of like, you he's know, still you have strong. To, yeah. You have to beat Brock with, you know, a, a lot of stuff. It can't just be uh whatever, you know, a bear hug or whatever. Right. right? So I, yeah, I, th- I think it's a great idea. And I do like Lashley as a big bad with the bodyguard and MV. You know, I I can't have enough MVP on my oh, television. Man. I think he's so amazing. Great. Uh, but uh, Paul, what do you think? Uh, the idea of Brock Lesnar ending the streak and then a few years later losing to Omos is something I just can't wrap my head around. So I think I think Lesnar wins, and then you could still do what you guys are talking about with you know after the match. Um, I just I. 
can't imagine Brock agreeing to lose to Omos and, and even I can't even imagine anyone suggesting it. Um, so I, yeah, I, I would, I would have Brock win and, uh, and yeah. And then, you know, maybe get taken out. Yeah. And come but back if, if the story, if the story is at least actually, and Dave, I asked him about this on, on observer radio and he said, the only thing we know about Brock is that we don't know anything about Brock. <laughs> but if there is some teases of him maybe going away for a while, do you want him to go away for a while with a win or do you want him to have a reason to come back? Well, if, if he gets attacked after the match, you know, I don't think anybody's even going to remember that he that he won. So I think the key is what you do after. So either way, I guess it doesn't really matter. I just I just hate the idea of almost beating yeah. Brock. But. Ultimately, when when I was just kind of going through the show and writing stuff down, all I wrote for this match was should be less than 10 minutes. It should be less than five. It should, should be a train wreck. I, I think the yeah. entire build to this match is going to be Brock getting Omas up for the F5. Is the match longer than the two entrances? I would say no. <laughs> oh, I, want, I, uh, I want a spot where almost tries to pie face Brock over the top rope again. And they have to do it like four times. Yeah. That's the spot that I want where Brock just can't like he can't. And he's getting pissed that Omos and Omos tries it again. Try, uh, that's the thing I want. Yeah. I, I, I want to get a kick out of it. I want ca- I want Cowboy Brock riding in on a horse. Or just something. <laughs> yeah. Uh, be I, awesome. I want something ridiculous. One thing I will say about this recent Brock Lesnar run of maybe the last, I don't know, six months since about July it does look like he's having fun for the first time. Yeah. Uh, You know, most of his run, you could tell he was there just to not the first time. You remember boombox Brock, boombox Brock. (laughs) Yeah. And you know, you can go back. Yeah. Um, Mariachi Brock was great. Yeah. yeah. Um, I I think Brock Lesnar is great in this role when he just genuinely looks like he's having fun. And I think people have connected to him more because of that. So I, I I'll give him that, but yeah, this match shouldn't be very long. I really don't care who wins. Hopefully it's fun for what it is in the similar vein of when Brock faced Goldberg and it was a four minute car crash. <laughs> like just let that be. I, I thought Omos versus Braun at uh, whatever show was at the Saudi show last year. Yeah. It was short. It was a train wreck. It wasn't a technical masterpiece. You're never going to go back and watch it again and tell people like, Hey, you need to study this for so-and-so like how to sell. No, it was big meaty men slapping meat. Like that's all this match needs to be. Just let it be a train wreck and it can be fun. That match over delivered big. Deal. Yeah. Well, it helps that the crowd was really into it because you can have that same match and say, you know, St. Louis, Missouri, and it's not going to get the same reaction. So, and that's why maybe the WrestleMania crowd is perfect for that match. Here's another match that I think is overshadowed. And I'm not exactly sure why. I think the I think the build to this match was pretty flawed. Like to me, if you have four contenders for this title, you really have none. And we all knew who should have been in the thing, and then them stretching it out with the, you know, we we knew if if it was going to be a three way after that fatal four way match that they did. Just make it a three-way off of that match. You have to come back and do it again. I like. I, I thought that the build was a little long in the tooth to what they were trying to do, and uh, you know. But this this should be pretty darn good for a three-way. Um, you know, I'm not, I'm not the biggest fan of three-ways, but these guys I think will put together a really good match. Uh, but do you agree that this is kind of like uh, a little in the background? And it should be it, a little bit more important. 
I think it's been very hard to stand out on this WrestleMania because the things that are hot are white hot. And I don't think that's a knock on anything else. Like the, the Dominic Ray storyline, the bloodline storyline is white hot and that's going to overshadow everything else. I mean, it's kind of like me having this graphic up this late in the show kind yeah. of says, you know, kind of what I was excited about. So, yeah, but, but, I, but, but then who wins? I personally would not take the title off of Gunther yet. Uh, one thing I do like about the match and one thing I do like about most of the matches is I'm not sure who will win. I think in a lot of WrestleManias, you've, you can kind of go into it and have like a 90% success rate on saying who's going to win. I do like that most of these matches I just genuinely don't know. I I would like to see a Drew McIntyre heel turn. I I think, you know, his baby face has kind of cooled off a little bit, not by anything of his own doing. He hasn't done anything that was bad or anything. Um, I would like to see him turn heel and be that heel that's going to replace Roman if he's going to, you know, take more time off or just not be as available. McIntyre is the perfect guy to slide into that role. And I would really like Gunther to break Honky Tonk Man's record. <laughs> like, uh, you know, they're trying to make the Intercontinental title mean more. I think it does. Gunther's had some great matches with it. I think he's got a presence that nobody has had with that title in a long time. And I just like take that away from Honky Tonk Man because it's, you know, almost a 40 year, you know, thing at this point. So that that's what I would do. I, I would keep it on Gunther. The match should be physical 15 to 20 minutes both men or all three men will come out with their chests just looking like it came out of a meat grinder and yeah that's what i would do what about you paul i thought uh coming out of the royal rumble i was expecting this match um i thought they told a really good story there with drew and sheamus like going through almost the whole rumble and you know beat, beating a bunch of dudes down and then you know eventually coming up against gunther and i you know coming out of that match i thought for sure that's we're getting a three-way mm-hmm. and then you know, I thought, but since the Royal Rumble, a lot of the build to get there has not been great. I agree that Gunther should win. Um, I think the play is, I'm not sure about Drew as a heel. Um, I I would have Drew do a singles match against Gunther at um, Money in the Bank in, in London. And then he wins there as yeah. kind of a make good for not winning last year at clash of the castle you know in the world title match and i think at that point because i think maybe by then gunther would have broken honky's record um if you know if you're doing that and then so it's a really big deal for him to win that title on that stage yeah and then and then that frees up gunther to challenge whoever the champ is i assume cody right um you know and 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 that's what i do i know a lot of people are expecting him to win the money in the bank and you know that yeah that's i don't think he needs to no, um, uh, Ro- yeah. Royal Rumble maybe, but yeah. I, I wouldn't have him as a guy who's cashing in the money in the big yeah. briefcase. Uh, the my biggest curiosity with Gunther is how long do they hold off on putting him in that title picture? I think I, I think it's coming in the next yeah. year. It has yeah, to. I, by WrestleMania forty, I think he yeah. either he either needs to be challenging for the title there, or you know, at some point between then. Also, did you guys see Gunther almost kill Green Shirt guy with that table last night? when he just yeeted that table out of the ring, if it doesn't flip at the last second, those table legs are going right in the front row. One one way to tell that WWE is hot again is uh, we were seeing green shirt guy in the front row on a lot of AEW shows Mm -hmm. in like 2021 and even 2020 when, you know, when they brought fans back and now he's, he's a fixture at the WWE shows and you never see him on AEW. So 
That's an unsung He's thing. He's a good barometer of <laughs> yeah, where, yeah. where the market is. Yeah. He was on SmackDown last night. So. I agree. Gunther should keep the belt as well. Um, but I do think Drew, you know, the thing about it is I don't want Drew to win the Intercontinental Championship. I want Drew to win the world title. Yeah. If they ever split it again, I think he's he's world title guy. Um, but Gunther's, you know, he's made this belt important. Mm-hmm. Um, I think at some point when he does lose it, it should be to someone who is on the ascent. And, it should. Uh, I, don't, I don't know if I don't know if it's it should be Drew or Sheamus here. Those guys are not what I would call yeah. folks who need that belt. But right. we'll see. I mean, they they may just need to change titles based on what the other outcomes are. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, or or maybe not, and and maybe. If lots of baby faces are winning, then maybe Gunther is the one who keeps the title on on himself. Mm-hmm. All right, now we get to some of uh, the last few matches here. We probably don't have as much to say about them, but um, this man talk about just a misuse of Becky Lynch to me. I, I look, I love Trish. I'm so happy that she's back. Never been really a big Lita fan, but I understand the appeal. She was really cool back in the day. I just poor Bailey, like what poor Bailey, poor Becky. What you know, this was the best that they could do with you know Bailey, who's been such a a good soldier, and and Becky is supposedly one of their top stars. Uh, I don't know. This thing is just feels like no one really cares. I don't know what night it's going to be. It's just I don't I don't see a lot of people invested in this program. What do you think happens here, Joe? So I I think this match is only happening because Becky and Bailey wanted it to happen. I I, I don't think they would would be doing this if Becky and Bailey didn't want it to happen. Um, it, it's a match. It's one of those WrestleMania matches where it's the match that's happening. It shouldn't be too long. I I would try to make Io a star coming out of this one. I think she's probably the best pure wrestler of the six that'll be in there. I think crowd interest picked up when Trish came out. And I'm curious kind of what the plan is for Trish after, because there's a rumor going around that they want to do uh, Trish as a heel and have her do one more match, possibly in Toronto, uh, which I think could be where Edge is retiring next year. Um, yeah, it's it's a match that's happening. Uh you know, shouldn't be too long. I would have damage control win because they need some sort of credibility, but I'm almost 95% positive that the the face side is going to win here. Interesting. And yeah. And who's the one who takes the fall? Um, Prob- I, probably Bailey. You think? Yeah. Cause again, like you said, with, with Rollins, she could take the pin and it's, it's not going to hurt her in any way. Uh, I would do everything I can to make EO a star coming out of this, have Bailey take the pin because it's not going to negatively impact her whatsoever. Paul. Oh, I'm more into this than most. Um, I, I called for this match, you know, on I think the last show we did when, when you said, Oh, what's going to happen with Becky. And I, I predicted this match before mm-hmm. they announced it. Um, and I just like, I think, I think this is something that, probably all six of these women really want to have, and I think they're going to have a good match. So you think um, Becky wants this more than being in the world title mix? Uh, depends on who the opponent yeah. is. More than the world title, no, but I, I think she's fine not being in the world title right now. Yeah, I think she, she, she wanted, made Bianca a star. So I think she probably wanted Ronda. 
you know, and and mm-hmm. so in if she wasn't going to get Ronda in a in a world title match, like I'm not sure, I'm not sure a world title, a flat world title match against like Charlotte, yeah, or or you know like a rematch against Bianca that they already did, you know, last year. Um, this is a unique match, and it might be the last time that they can do it. Mm-hmm. And they're they're really good friends, like the three, you know, Becky, Trish, and Lita. Um, you know, I had uh, I, I got the first reunion re- of these three last year. We got to meet them at Mania, you know, with my daughter. So, um, you know, I thought it was really cool when they when it came together on TV. Um, and and I do think they're all going to be motivated to have a good match. And we do have the tag team titles, you know, kind of as a part of this. So I actually think that given the rumors about Trish turning heel. And given that I would expect that EO and Dakota are going to end up beating Becky and Lita for the tag team titles, uh, I expect the heels to actually win and maybe Lita get pinned and, you know, maybe Trish walks out. And, you know, so that's, you know, I don't know what the singles match is coming. Maybe Becky and Trish. But um, I am bestie, can you? Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I, I would tell what I would do, but if that's what they're planning, I mean, that's what makes sense. And then you know, you lead, you have maybe you know, EO pin Lita to set up a tag team title match, and and you know, get the belts off of them. Cause... I, I mean, I will enjoy this because I'm just a giant Trish fan, and I've been a giant Trish fan for forever. So I always love seeing her when she comes back. I think mm-hmm. she's, you know, she's kind of underrated in the legend of of women's wrestling because of the time frame and. If she was up at this time, you know, she may not be the best of the best of the wrestlers, but I think because she's a great character, she would have worked really well this time as well. So I, I love to see her. I just, I, I don't know. I, I may value what Bailey and Becky do on the, in the big picture more. And I just, it just seems like there could have been something bigger for both of them, but this is, you know, if, if people are paying attention to it and, and Larry mentioned in the chat, um, that uh, he thinks that a lot of women are actually into this match. Then so be yeah. it. And and you know that I think I think it's awesome. I just there's something in me that says, man, we could have made something bigger out of this. Uh, okay, so the tag team matches here. We don't have to spend too long on these. Uh, the men's match is set. Uh, we have uh, Braun Strowman and Ricochet against the Street Profits against Alpha Academy against the Viking Raiders. Glad all four of these tag teams are actually on the show. Uh, this is, you know, this is what they would do uh, when, you know, WrestleManias were only one night and they wanted to get as many people like I feel I feel like uh, was it WrestleMania 20 when both tag belt, when both tag belts were like four ways? <laughs> I, I feel like that was yeah. the, the thing. So, you know, th- I, I'm glad that these teams who do I want to see come out of this? I, I'm a giant fan of the Street Profits. Mm-hmm. I, 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 you know, they've been taking some L's of late in singles action. But uh, I don't know. I, I kind of hope they win. Ultimately, it doesn't really matter, I don't think, because this is just a match to to get action going and to see some great stuff. And um, I don't know. Maybe we will see a Montez thing or, 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 or a Dawkins thing. Like, I think both guys could actually do stuff in yeah. singles if they wanted. But who do you think is winning this one, Joe? I think the Street Profits. I, I could see Montez pinning Gable here. Um, I wish they would have put something on the line for the, I'm fine with, you know, having a showcase match. I, I understand why it's just to get people on, just say like the winner gets a future tag title shot, something, um, give it some sort of stakes. I think this could be one of the more entertaining matches of the weekend. A lot of really athletic guys. I think Braun Strowman's going to throw ricochet 50 yards to hit a group of people outside of the ring. I think Ivar is going to do some sort of flip and, you know, it's going to be a really big spot fest. It'll be fun. 
tons of talented people. Uh, Montez really needs to show out here. I, I think his time is coming where he need, they need to start thinking about him as a singles competitor, and it can start here with a really good showing. What, what about you, Paul? I think this is going to steal the show. Um, and, uh, it's one of the ones, one of the matches I'm actually most looking forward to on the show. Not so much that I'm invested in the result as just, I'm expecting like a really good match. And, uh, I thought one of the best matches last year was the three-way, uh, between, you know, that had two of these teams in it, RK bro, street profits and alpha Academy and, uh, Montez hitting that frog splash, you know, for me being there live was a personal highlight. Uh, and then the other spot where, you know, it was countered into an RKO um, was was phenomenal. And, uh, yeah, I do I, – I, I expect probably the Street Profits to win. And, and I do think I, – I wish they were going to announce that it was for a tag team title shot. And I fully expect the winner to get a tag team title shot. So I don't know why they wouldn't just make that a stip. Yeah. But um, I don't think it even – it really matters other than, you know, this match is here the main purpose is to get the guys on the card. The second main purpose is to give a great match that the yeah. fan that's going to heat up the crowd. And uh, maybe this, you know, I, I don't know if it kicks off a show, maybe it kicks off night two. Um, like that match I talked about did last year. Um, although, like I said, I would have had, I, I can't remember which match it was that I said should, ki- Oh, um, I think it was Bianca and Oscar is what I yeah. said should kick off night two, which I kind of stand by, but um, I'm, yeah, I think it's gonna be great. Yeah. All right. The one match that I forgot, the battle of the long faces in the hell in the cell. Oh man! <laughs> I, I I mentioned on uh, I think it was on where live pal where Edge did the the interview where it was just the face <laughs> on Raw and it reminded me of that one Queen album where it was just their faces in the yeah. black background. Uh, you know, he's trying to do some stuff. He's trying to stand out. We already mentioned that it's really hard to stand out on this show. The hell in the cell is going to be weird when it's like in the middle of the card. I think mm-hmm. maybe maybe it'll be the semi main on one of the nights. I think that would probably be the best way to make that hell in the cell still important. Uh, Finn versus Edge. Edge is probably near the ending of of his run. Whether it's going to be a year from now or whatever, Finn is he's just Finn. He's a valuable guy because he's a really good wrestler but he's not ever somebody that they're going to take to the top. So mm-hmm. he's, he's sort of set in his spot. Um, I'm going to, I I think this is for, for edge to win. And I would like to see edge win and then kind of go off to the sunset and, and maybe disappear for a few months to maybe freshen up or change. Like the thing, the way to keep him fresh, I think is to keep him with his wife. Cause she's so, <laughs> she's such a house of fire. Uh, but yeah, what do you guys think happens here, Joe? So a couple things that I wrote down for this is what if Judgment Day gets involved? I, I don't know anybody's status. Christian comes back to help Edge if if Damian Priest cool. somehow gets involved. That would be really um, cool. Balor's going to do the demon here. They They very clearly just said, you know, bring your demon. I think that's one of the things they're going to try to do to make this stand out a little bit more. They haven't done the whole demon gimmick on WrestleMania yet, I I don't think. And they haven't done it since the Roman match absolutely killed it with with the rope coming undone. And that's how the match ended. Um, I'm fine with the the Hell in the Cell being somewhere, you know, not in the main event. I think we talked about it um, on the live thread when it was announced because they they did the Triple H Undertaker one. Yeah, that was the semi main. 
Um, it's another one that it could very Undertaker easily... Shane was also the semi-main from what I but, remember. Yes, but our discussion was, can it be good? In the yeah, that, and that match sucked. And that match sucked, but the, the Undertaker Triple H one was really good. Um, the stakes were bigger. There was a lot more story to it. Um, so that there is a lot more playing into it, but it can be good. It's I don't think it's the placement that makes the Hell in the Cell. And I, honestly, like 75% of Hell in the Cell matches aren't good because they've just done so many so randomly. The most famous one is uh, actually the, I guess the Foley Undertaker one's the most famous one. That was not yeah. the main event either. Yeah. No. Yeah. No, that Foley, one... Foley came out later that night. People forget. Yeah. 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 Um, so, yeah, I, I think this match could be good. I do think this is Edge's last WrestleMania match. Um, he said last year, I, I believe it was kind of off camera in like a dark spot that he would like to retire in Toronto. They're doing a Toronto show in August, I think, on, on a Friday night. I think that's where we'll see Edge retire officially and, and be done. Um, I, I don't know who really needs to win this one. Um, Balor is somebody who, you know, post-WrestleMania could be really good in the United States title picture, um, have good matches, make that title, you know, continue to mean more. I think Edge wins here, and I'm just curious if Christian shows up and, and does something. Paul, uh, my first reaction when you put this up was, oh man, like I don't. <laughs> that, like, I, I mean, just, I forgot it. Of all yeah. the matches to forget, this is the and one and out of like literally probably there's one other match on WrestleMania and it's not Brock and Omos that I'm least looking forward to less than this. Uh, that said, I I, ex- I like both guys. Mm-hmm. I expect the match to be great. I just don't. I'm not into the build at all. I think that they missed their peak. Um, you know, I think the peak was the tag team match that they had at uh, Elimination Chamber. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, and I know the original plan was to do this at the Royal Rumble to build to that. And, you know, and then they couldn't do it because of Edge's schedule. So that's probably part of why this feels that way. Um, I love the idea of Christian if he's available. And and that may actually be an answer to why the four-way tag team spectacular isn't for a title shot because perhaps – Christian returns and then we get edge and Christian against KO and Sammy, which I would imagine both those teams is a match that they've probably wanted for 10 years, if not longer. So, um, you know, and, and that would be a hot match for the tag team titles that could main event, you know, any show really. Mm -hmm. Um, So I expect edge to win. Um, you know, he's a baby face. He's the retiring star maybe down the road. And especially if we get the Christian thing. So, um, yeah, I mean, I, I have really low expectations, so I'm hoping to be surprised. Look at this graphic, though. Did they try oh. to elongate these guys' faces like more? It's the it's the looking down yeah. with with the beard that just yeah <laughs> yeah it's so funny. All right, last match here. Um, that we'll talk. This is about. the one. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Shayna and Ronda with the with the eye makeup there, uh, oh. pretty classic. Uh, so Shayna and Ronda, uh, Liv and Raquel and Natalia and Shotzi, which Lance Storm has probably told everybody by now that they do not need to create a name out of <laughs> uh, out of Natalia and Shotzi and put them together. Um, oh. Who's the <laughs> Who's the Who's the, the, the mystery team here, Joe? Uh, I'm convinced it's Chelsea Green and probably Carmella. I know Carmella was supposed to wrestle last Monday, 
and they said she was off the show, I think, for illness, but it could have been because she was actually filming for Wheel of Fortune. Um, so I think Chelsea Green is going to annoy Adam Pierce into putting her in this match just to get away from him. It, it probably should be Ronda and Shayna winning. I don't have much expectations for this. Um, maybe Liv Morgan goes out and just bumps like crazy, and Shotzi will take a few scary bumps, and it'll be fun, but it, it shouldn't be too long. Ronda and Shayna should win and just kind of move past it. Oh. Uh, yeah, I, I I expect we'll probably get a match like, you know, Karen and uh, um, Carmella. I, I call her Karen because they did. Um, against like <laughs> Piper and Nikki, you know, yeah. just so I can get pissed off that Piper and Nikki didn't win and get into this match. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and and then, yeah, and then they'll, they'll they're just there to lose to Ronda and Shayna. Mm-hmm. Um, this... I mean, when you think that we could have got Becky against Ronda, and instead we've got just, Becky in a six-woman match, and I don't and think Becky wants that match. I I think why, Becky why, feels why, like they they missed the boat on that. I think okay, she okay. does. Wait, wait. Okay, I, I've heard this a lot. Becky doesn't want it. Ronda doesn't want it. Mm. Aren't they paid to do what is best <laughs> for the company? Like, like isn't that why you pay them? Is because. Yeah. They are, you know, they they are there to have these big matches, and mm-hmm. uh, not and not to say that they shouldn't have a say in anything. Like I, I, I don't agree with that either. But it's pretty clear from the day that Ronda came back that that was going to be a big match that they needed to do again, mm-hmm. and they haven't done it. And we all thought it was going to happen at this WrestleMania, and they didn't do it at this WrestleMania. So there's got to be a story as for why they're saving it. And I don't know. I, I don't trust that it's them pitching fits about working with each I, other. Like they're professional yeah. wrestlers who understand the big picture and the money involved and, and all of that and how they could create this epic build to this match. Yeah. It, and maybe they're just going to do it for the tag titles later. Um, you know, Becky and honestly, who is she holding the tag title? Is it Lita? I yeah, couldn't remember. Yeah. yeah, if it was her or Trish. So maybe Becky and Lita versus Ronda and Shayna on Monday after Raw. Mm-hmm. Um, do it where the crowd's going to be hot. Well, um, what is Ronda's injury, by the way? Is she's she... got a spiral fracture in the forearm. So could, could it be as simple as maybe that they knew about the injury and, and they knew she couldn't do a singles match with Becky on WrestleMania? So that's why they did this? Like, well, I, She's had that injury for a while. Yeah, but I, I think it's been a month. I think the injury oh, is like a six, okay. I think the injury is like a six week time frame. because okay. um, Rhonda wrestled just I think last month and then she was supposed to be doing some sort of tag the next week and, and couldn't do or a singles match next week and Shana had to step in for her. Uh, when it, when I, she dropped the title to Charlotte though, I thought there were rumors at that time already that she had an injury. Maybe, or, but I know Rhonda yeah. worked after that. Maybe it, maybe she did have it and it got exacerbated okay. afterwards. I yeah. just, I've got the feeling since about January that they weren't going to do Rhonda versus Becky one on one. That they were going to go a different direction with it. And I don't think it's, you know, I don't think they would pitch a fit if they said, "Hey, we're going to do this match." If they were going to do do it without titles, I, I don't think it would have been as big. That's true. Um, it, it gets over again. It's going to get overshadowed by a lot on this show. And I just, I don't think they're just as interested. And I don't think the program is as hot. The crowds have really died off on Rhonda lately. Um, I think a lot of her, her comeback has been done poorly. I'm hoping things pick up after this. 
And, you know, maybe maybe they do it down the line. I, if they do that tag match, the Monday after Raw, I think, would be the best for it. All right. Last thing is uh, Joe wanted to talk a little bit about the NXT show, Stand and Deliver. Mm-hmm. Which Is that the day before the morning? Day, it's, so is it's it Saturday. Saturday or Sunday? Okay, so Saturday. Saturday and it's, night, it'll night be 10 a.m. West Coast time at the at showtime, and I think Here's it's nearly <laughs> nearly sold out. Uh, well, I was uh, I was going to save this for the end, but this is going to be the first time in a long time, maybe since WrestleMania 15, where I'm not watching live. Like I can't oh, watch wow. night one live because uh, my wife's birthday, so we're going away oh, for the awesome. weekend. But I think we're coming back on Sunday, so I may be able to watch Sunday live, but. To watch Sunday without having watched Saturday is going to be a little weird, so I may have to figure out some yeah. pockets of time to check so, in. One, just speaking of, you know, first time in a while since WrestleMania, if unless plans change, this will be the first time since WrestleMania 32 that Randy Orton is not on the card. And more interesting, I found the first time since WrestleMania 31 that AJ Styles is not on the card. Hard to believe that AJ Styles has been a mainstay of, of WWE yeah, yeah. that long. No, that's that's really uh, cool. that's that's good trivia there. All right, talk about the the thing that you want to talk about for Stand and Deliver. So one of the more interesting stories I think of the weekend is the Rock's daughter is making her in ring debut. She hasn't wrestled house shows even for NXT. She's making her in ring debut at Stand and Deliver, and I'm just curious what you guys think of does Thea Hale of Chase University? I think she's 19 have the most pressure of anybody on the weekend to make sure the rock's daughter looks good in LA in her debut. Uh, I, I don't expect them to do much together. So, you know, maybe just like almost like a cat fight or something. Like I can't imagine them doing like spots unless um, they've just practiced this match a hundred times already, which I, I'm sure they have. And Thea yeah. is a good wrestler. I, I've watched her a lot on level up. I've watched her on yeah. NXT. She, she's a good wrestler. Great I think fire. Yeah, great and really athletic. Mm-hmm. I just I haven't seen you know somebody, especially in NXT, somebody whose family name like of notoriety as big as as Ava Rain. I think they just call her Ava now, Simone Johnson, making her debut in front of what'll probably be about seven thousand people. I think. Wow. I think seven thousand will be will be the sellout. All right, is the I think another question is is Dwayne there? I think he'll. I think he'll be backstage. I don't think he's he's not going to make any appearance or anything. He's not going to try to overshadow his daughter's moment. I think he'll be backstage watching maybe in Gorilla with Shawn Michaels, which is <laughs> of cool. all the things, yeah. of all the things, like all of their history, like The Rock watching with Shawn Michaels with his daughter making her debut under the supervision of the guy who tried to hold him back. They've built this up really well because I was actually at – the NXT tapings live in Orlando in January. And I was sitting with Deb who's in our discord and in the fight game group. And I said to her, Oh, they must be doing Thea and Ava as Ava's first match. Mm. So that, I mean, I saw it then yeah. and that was like, you know, that's over two months ago. I wasn't so. sure she was ever going to wrestle because she's had some injuries. Like she had the, yeah. the hip and she's had the knee things. I wasn't sure she was going to wrestle. So when they announced it, it, like I could see him building it, but it still kind of kind of came out of a surprise because she hasn't done house shows or anything. Yeah, she's in much better shape now too than she was yeah. even a couple months ago. So I, yeah, maybe it'll surprise everyone. And uh, I, yeah, I think Rock's got to be there. Oh yeah, I hope so he's I hope so. he does so many Instagram videos with the two youngest daughters, and he'll be a dad who worse than Rey Mysterio <laughs> if he does not show up. 
Hashtag girl dad. I think he'll be there. I I think he's going to try to lay low. He doesn't want to overshadow her moment. Uh, He's talked a lot about that of trusting WWE, trusting Triple H, trusting the system. Imagine you're Dwayne and you're trusting Triple H with and Shawn Michaels with yeah with your daughter's your future yeah. yeah when all they wanted to do was sabotage Rock on the way right up. amazing that, that is amazing. I, I think that it is. speaks to a lot of the personality of of the Rock because even I've heard CM Punk talk about how he felt I don't know I forget the way he said it but he kind of felt like he was a jerk to rock in their feud and their buildup. And he He's apologized to everybody, yeah. but this he, he not, apologized. <laughs> he apologized character. to Dwayne a couple of years later and was like, Hey, you know, sorry if, you know, I came off bad. And rock said, he said he waved it off. He's like, no big deal to the point where when rock was doing that promo uh, on like on raw, but like after the show, he called CM Punk, like in, in the ring, called him on his phone to try to put him on the mic from his phone. I, I think, the rock is able to just brush stuff off and kind of move past things. If he thinks it's, you know, the right thing. I don't think he lets things stick with them. So except with uh black, Adam. black Adam. <laughs> hey, still 400 million to 73 million for Shazam. He was right to not want to be a part of that Shazam movie. <laughs> well, well, we'll see if he was right. Ultimately when, when everything shakes out. All right. Uh, thanks. Thanks guys for doing this. This was a uh, fantastic. And I know we, this is a little bit longer than our other shows, but we had to go through the whole card. We did it. We went through the entire card and, uh, it should be a good WrestleMania. I just, I hope that, uh, the, the, you know, all, all of the, the, the things that, that we are, Hoping lives up. I hope it all lives up and that it, it ultimately is two really good wrestling shows for fans who have really dialed in and you see, you know, you know, WWE's numbers are, are great and the fans are expecting there. There's one thing about being a hot uh, product is that you have more fans expecting the shows to be good. And so they do have to deliver. I think on this Saturday is and Sunday. the most anticipated fan anticipation WrestleMania since maybe WrestleMania 31. And the first time, this is Roman Reigns' seventh WrestleMania main event, tied with Triple H, only second to Hogan, and probably the first time that fans are actually excited for a Roman Reigns' WrestleMania main event. There you go. All right. Thanks to Joe. Joe, where where can people find you on social or Twitter or Uh, whatever? At Twitter, Joe Gilbert, 1992. Paul. At Paul Ace Fontaine, and you can also check me out on the Dynamite Show on the Fight Game Media Patreon, patreon.com backslash Fight Game Media, and in the Clinch, the MMA podcast on the Fight Game Media free feed. All right. do with Ryan Frederick. Thanks to Joe. Thanks to Paul. I'm Double G. We'll see you when we see you. Peace out. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger. Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.